feel the rush again at Busch Gardens. It's time for the excitement of electrifying events like Summer Nights, June 25th to July 29th. Stay late for nightly fireworks and all-new weekend concerts. It all tastes better with a refreshing taste of ice-cold Coca-Cola. At Busch Gardens, your safety is our top priority. Right now, tickets start at just $32 a day. Restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Inconceivable. I am William. I'm Alex. And I'm not Kyle. Wow. I'm Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, people know who you are. I know, but oh, it's been, it feels like it's been so long. Anyway, and this is the final frontier, but yeah. not really. <laughs> this is as far as you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, all right. I'm so, glad though. I mean, I listened to the episode with Kyle on it. Mm -hmm. Great job, Kyle. <laughs> it was good. Thanks for keeping my seat warm too. It, it <laughs> must have been kind of weird, like listening. It's like there's an episode of Inconceivable I haven't heard. Before. I know, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't have to relive this when I'm listening to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although that's not some. I don't mind it. It's it's nice. It's good. I think I have to roll with it a little bit. So I'm just like, I've already heard this before. Skip to my part. Okay. <laughs> uh, I Whoa. see how it is now. Oh. I don't do it that much. Though. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. Clearly, so, I sometimes. actually just—I just kind of like to relive the moments of like our intense like laughter and stuff oh, yeah. like that. Like when we have the most fun, mm -hmm. I like to relive those moments for sure. Yeah. Nice. Anyway, I'm gonna flip Gary, and we're gonna get to talking about Jessica Jones season two. Yay! Well, let, let me <laughs> let me let me be clear now. Um, strengths strengths and weaknesses right off the bat. Um, strength, um, really good character development for like all the main all like the regulars of the show. Mm. Like they did a really good job of yeah. of uh, fleshing everybody out. Weakness of the show, not there's the tenant. There, yeah. Well, that ties into the yeah. There's like this huge void. Because there's like really no major villain for the season for the second season, so it's like, yeah, that's like what, like where like who's the bad guy? That's what I, was, there's I didn't no watch all of it, but I was watching the first couple of episodes. I'm like, there's no one who I can just be like, you. We need to fight you. And and it never really changes. Seriously? Like they eventually reveal like who's supposed to be the main bad guy, but they're not really, and it's Ooh. weird. Like I don't know. It's just it's not satisfying. Um, and like Jessica Jones's relationship with that character is not s satisfying, really, even though it's supposed to be. Also, another thing: potential spoilers for anybody who mm -hmm. hasn't seen the show or like hasn't. Or, or, just so you know, we usually talk about spoilers on here, <laughs> potential spoilers. Mm -hmm. So that's a. You know, Are you okay with me discussing spoilers for the whole season, even though you haven't watched all of it? I'm fine. All with right, it. here we go. I didn't think I was gonna rewatch it. So the bad guy is supposed to be Jessica's mom. And what? Yeah, and it's and but so her mom like died, did, right? Did you get, well? Did you get to the part where she meets that superpowered lady in the bar? Yeah, that's her mom. What? Yeah. So like, <laughs> it's just like it's her mom, and like you're supposed to care about that, but you who are don't. You? Your mom. And it's, <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, who cares, mom? Like you've been gone for so long, nobody cares about you. You're anymore. a terrible mom. <laughs> yeah, and that's basically like I don't know. It's just it's supposed to be interesting, and it's not. And then. Like, one of the strongest episodes of season two is when um, Kilgrave, mm -hmm. it, he's in, like, a whole episode because it's basically, like, he's, like, in her head still. Oh, really? Like, yeah, like, like I'm she's still... I'm just go back still, and watch just that episode. Yeah, it's episode 11, Good I think. Know. Yeah, and, like, he's in the whole episode just there, like, tormenting her. Like, and you can wow. tell he's just a figment of her imagination. Right. But, like, clearly it still bothers her, so it's, like, he's yeah. in her head, and it's just... It's a really good episode, and like that's the only episode where you actually feel there's a bad guy because <laughs> like because he's back, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, the last couple of uh, Netflix Marvel shows, it's felt like they've had they've had a little bit of trouble with having a specific bad guy. Like, well, with Defenders, they had uh, that that lady. Yeah, but then they kill her off like two yeah, episodes. she's killed off, the and then um, Elektra takes her place, sort yeah. of. And then not as much with Punisher, but with Punisher, he did have uh, Danny or date. Yeah, Danny which is really Danny like Russo? yeah. 
Yeah, you know, he, he, you know he's a bad guy, but yeah. there's also the other the one-eyed guy or yeah. something. So. Yeah, it was kind of like a, almost like it's a like villain a, origin story. And then, you get <laughs> and then the Iron Fist, there is uh, the dad, but not really the dad, but then somebody else. Iron Fist was kind of weird for me, honestly. Uh, I and My favorite villain of Iron Fist was honestly... Um, is his, like, friend, like... Like guy. I didn't get that far. Oh, you didn't even get that far. Okay, I'd because stop caring. They the Steel Serpent is in Iron Fist season one, and for those of you who don't know who that is, that's like Iron Fist's like arch nemesis. He's in it, and like his character's cool, so that's worth seeing. Uh, um, I mean, he's not fully suited up yet, but neither is Iron Fist. I just don't know Fist, if I so. can get past the gagging reflex of watching the rest of the show. Uh, it and wasn't Luke, that bad. And Luke Cage messed it up because they had a good no, one, and then they I, came and I brought know, that other I, guy. I know, but I still liked Luke Cage, like all of it. It's probably my second favorite. Um, anyway, we're talking about <laughs> Jessica Jones, and that was another <laughs> thing. Saying. That was another thing is Luke Cage... Was a was a cool part of Jessica Jones season one. There are like no noticeable cameos in the second season. You see what's his face from Daredevil for like oh yeah yeah for like uh, literally foggy. Foggy yeah Nelson. you see Foggy for like literally a minute. Like he walks into the room and he's like like says a few things and then it's Jerry, under Jerry, five minutes. Yeah, and then gone. Jerry's like okay leave and he's like bye and that's that's like the only cameo for the whole season. Hey, yeah. Do you think their production budget got cut at all? I don't think so. No, they got a second season. They so. they still got away with a lot of like impressive cinematography and stuff like that. So I don't know. It's just like it definitely felt like a sophomore outing. Mm. I mean, it's the second season, but like what I mean by that is it definitely felt like all right, we're like establishing her universe more. Yeah. Um, instead of actually, because honestly, season one Jessica Jones was so good because the story was so fulfilling, but it was also kind of self-contained because mm. you have Kilgrave getting killed at the end so yeah. like it that ends so it's almost like where do you go from there mm-hmm. you almost have to set things up again well, so that's an amazing season villain like how do you go back from that yeah it's kind of like ruby season like volume four like honestly like oh. it's just like <laughs> it's just like all right the villains like we've reached a climax now we got to build things back up again that's yeah. kind of what jessica jones season two is like and i don't want to like underplay all the good things about it because it lacks some things because like the character development for the for like the surrounding characters is really good like you, you like you grow to like Malcolm, um, the guy that lives down the. He's, he's from better Earth. than in season one. Yeah, um, definitely. Well, that wasn't even his fault. Like Kilgrave made him an addict. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, "You're gonna be an addict," and he's like, "I'm gonna be." Wait, an I addict. thought I thought Malcolm made his own choices though. Did he? But I don't remember. I think so. Because, but they do, they do like make a reference in the second season that Kilgrave influenced him to do that, or partly, or something. Well, Kil- Kilgrave did get him started on drugs. But yeah, Malcolm was in his own mind when he was doing those things. Like, he was oh well, you're an at yeah. Once he probably initiated the addiction and then he okay. got addicted, so okay. it would still kind of be Kilgrave's fault. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you, you grow you grow closer to Malcolm. Um, you don't necessarily like Trish, but she becomes interesting, like more interesting. And I just don't like characters who are just like, oh, I'm gonna help because. I want to, and then you're just in the way well, for the most. She becomes part. addicted to being a heroine, not addicted to heroin. She becomes addicted to being like she wants to Wait. be a hero so bad. Like she straight out says to Jessica Jones, "Like I should have got the powers, not you." Oh. Like yeah, whoa, yeah. And actually, wow. Actually, at, in the last episode, they hint to her having powers. Like so, she goes and searches out like the guy who gave Jessica her powers, oh, and no. she's like, "Do the same thing to me." So he does. But, like, it gets interrupted, so you're not really sure if it worked. But then the wow. last episode, she, like, drops her phone, and she, like, boom, like, moves her foot out and catches it. Like, and, uh... like, kicks it back up to her, like, and then she's like, hmm. So it's like, she's got powers. She pulled an because... Edward from Twilight with the apple. <laughs> because in the comics, Trish is Hellcat. So it's like... We're gonna we're gonna actually get Hellcat on the show now, I think, which is be really cool. No, it will cool. be cool. It will be cool. I don't cool. know who that is, but cool. <laughs> it's cool. Like it's cool. You trust me on this one. It's trust cool. me on this one. It'll be cool. <laughs> I just <laughs> don't really care about a lot of the characters. It'll be like hella awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I don't really care for Jessica, honestly. Like I, I don't relate to her. I I just feel I felt like she's the same mean. way I until just... this season, though, because like you didn't get to I... see you didn't get to episode eight. I do like to see the PTSD that's going on. Like, not like I'm like, oh, this is great you, to see. But you... it's like, it, it's, it helps her seem more human as opposed to yeah. just being a well, jerk. Well, that, there's another aspect to that in season two. I won't spoil this for you because it's, it's my favorite episode. Even though David, the David Tennant episode was good, you know, mm-hmm. with Kilgrave. Season two, episode eight, 
is where things really start to pick up. Actually, it might be seven or eight, um, but it's basically the whole episode is flashback. But it's where the season really starts to get good, and I like literally almost cried at the end of the episode. Like, wow. ser- like they like they show you a side of Jessica that you didn't know existed, mm-hmm. and it, it makes you feel for her again. You're like, wow, I like I used. I used to not like that you were bitter all the time. Now I understand why you're bitter all the time. Mm. Like it really, like you thought it was Kilgrave, but it's before that even. Like it's was that the one when she's at the, like the meeting? She has to throw the ball at the wall, or is that a different time? Um, because that that was like oh that, that, that sucks. But is it the you tell me what happened in the episode because I don't want to spoil it. So for basically, you. like she goes to a. Uh, uh, anger management class, mm-hmm. and then she goes up, and they're all throwing a ball while saying all the thing that the things that yeah. happened to them. Then she goes up, and she starts like rambling on and on and on mm-hmm. until the point where she throws the ball so hard that it makes a dent into the yeah. Ball. But like, what did she say? I don't know. Okay, well, I don't. I don't I, it doesn't sound like you know what I'm talking about, so I'm gonna assume you don't. But okay. like, okay. but like, there's just this really like she she experiences this really tragic thing, and you mean losing her family? after that oh because she is older now this happens and like i don't know it was just for me it was really powerful and it was kind of like all right i like jessica more now than i did Mm -hmm. and i like her relationship with oscar even though i don't totally approve but i mean it's a it's a nothing really pretty cool yeah oscar's oscar's cool his kid that would just be my own convictions but his his kid is dumb jumping into a window being like hey can you catch me (laughs) yeah no kidding yeah like are you serious child how old are you (laughs) so stupid (laughs) stop it child (laughs) no yeah but oscar's cool that so that that relationship works out um but i mean we all know she ends up with luke cage anyway yeah we all know (laughs) oscar is just another Cog and machine. Does that mean those two shells will come into one show at one point? <laughs> Maybe. Well, the, the more successful one will absorb the other. <laughs> They're well, gonna go for coffee that, at the other one. Oh, that, that's their backup plan. Whatever show is more successful will just eat up the other. Yeah, one. exactly. Well, Iron Fist is actually gonna be in season two of Luke Cage that comes out this year, mm-hmm. and that's important because in the comics, Iron Fist and Luke Cage are heroes for hire. Heroes for hire. Like in Even in the comics, Danny's like a billionaire. In the comics, Iron Fist and Luke Cage are actually like best buddies. So, how, so does, it's, how does that work in the universe? The heroes for hire? Uh, yeah. You hire somebody to do... They're basically mercenaries. I'm gonna say that it, it's it, worked, heroes it worked in the that. comics because in the comics, Danny Rand didn't inherit his company. Okay. Yeah, that's how that worked in the comics. So it'll so, have to be a little different, obviously. He's like, I'm going to want to have some extra pocket change. He's basically change. Batman like, right now. <laughs> like Bruce Wayne. Oof. Yeah. I, um, like, that sounds kind of weird, like, hiring a hero. Hiring a hero. Like, kinda, it's like... You know, hiring a bounty hunter, except they're nice. Yeah. Hey, this bank's getting robbed. Can you, like, help us? Sure, for, for a, a fee. price. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I don't think it like, works like that price. exactly, but. Yeah, um, but no, that'll be cool. I'm looking forward to Luke Cage season two. Mm-hmm. So this ended up kind of being, like, just when we're going to talk about all the Netflix shows. Basically. Well, they're well, also... Jessica Jones is pretty connected with yeah, a lot of the stuff. Not so season two wasn't. Well, but <laughs> yeah, I know. But <laughs> like, it's kind of... When you're talking about Netflix Marvel shows, it's kind of hard not to talk about oh, yeah. a lot of them. Well, yeah. they're, they're all connected one way or another. And, and that's um, what Marvel does. <laughs> mm-hmm. Something that I found interesting. Um, Claire, I think that's the name of her name. Yeah. Claire, the Claire nurse. Temple. She, um, she was like a tie-in for most of the series, except for... Um, the Punisher mm-hmm. and this one. This she's not in Punisher, right? She's not in Punisher. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, like, she, she, she was the she was the tie-in for the most part, and possibly some other people. But it's interesting to see how like she was like this really big thing. Like, oh, hey, you watch this show? Guess what? She's in this one. Yeah. And this one. And this one. Well, like the tie-in for Punisher was uh, the other chick. Yeah, the other girl. What's her name? Pam. Uh, I don't know if her name not Pam. Uh, what's her name? See, I just don't. I'm, I'm sorry. It's like characters I care about. Daredevil. Peggy. No, that's Ted, more, Peggy's that's not. Different. No, she's not alive. She's, not. And she's dead. Shit. Wait. Karen. Karen. Karen Page. Karen Page. I remember I was, her name. I was See? almost. I had the P right. Yeah. <laughs> At the not, end of her name. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But yeah, yeah, she's in Punisher. That was the kit. That was the the. That was a tie-in. The connector for. Yeah, not a, not a lot that ties Jessica Jones season two to the rest of the to the rest of the universe. I don't but know if I just like. I feel like I don't really 
feel invested in the Marvel shows anymore. Like so, some of them, I definitely want to watch. You know, Daredevil. Oh, Daredevil. Love like Punisher. Yes. Um, but uh, the other ones are just like, it. It just doesn't feel like Daredevil season two. I mean, Daredevil season three. <laughs> Daredevil season three. <laughs> like, I'm was so Daredevil, excited. Was Daredevil the first? First yes. one. Okay. Yep. That was amazing. Second one was Jessica Jones season one, which was pretty good. Yeah. Mostly because I like the villain because he. And then did Daredevil knows. season two come out before Luke Cage? Yes, it yeah. came out in 2015. Yeah, so then it was so it was Daredevil season one, Jessica Jones season one, Daredevil, Daredevil. season two, Luke, Luke Cage, Cage season one, Iron, Iron Fist season one, Defenders. and then Defenders, and then Punisher, yeah. yeah, and then Punisher, and then now Jessica Jones season two, and Luke Cage season two is coming up, and so is in Daredevil. Actually, they're all coming up soon, but Luke Cage is the next That's one. Good. I can't believe yeah. Iron Fist. But is there are, here's the season. here's the thing though. This is why I think that it's kind of losing steam. All of the other shows are coming into their their second season, mm. so that's kind of why it's like, all right, well, all the shows are figuring themselves out now, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like just kind of bear with it for a little bit. I think Daredevil will carry it again this year with season three because Kingpin's coming back and Defenders. like it's oh, gonna yeah, be it's gonna, yeah it's gonna be a big Ooh. season. Ooh. Um, in fact, the way that Defenders ends immediately ties in with Daredevil season three, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's and it's a hu- it's a huge story, like a huge arc in the comic books that, yeah, awesome. that they're potentially going to be exploring. So. so you said like one of the biggest attractions to season one obviously was the villain, and that's what I heard from a lot of people, mm-hmm. but you also said that, like not having the villain season two, you said that they did make you care about Jessica Jones more, which I, I feel think they like, did. which yeah. I feel like is what they needed to do to set up a successful long-running series. Yeah, because if you like, if the villain was the main reason why you're watching it, that's kind of bad news for the main character. Yeah, because you still didn't really care about Jessica that much in the first season. Oh no, I was it was like, I, no, it was I'm the just, relationship between like, her and Kilgrave. I'm just like, I'm on your side. Because mm-hmm. he's a terrible. Because person, he's more bad than you are. But he's yeah. more interesting than you. Yeah, that's yeah. Nice. Definitely, season two. You, I th- at least I did started to care more about Jessica. Um, afterwards, it's a problem when the villain's more charismatic than the hero. Yeah, and it's like oh, I don't feel right. Yeah, but because I mean, it's just like Jessica's very unlikable, and yeah, she's not a people um, person. Yeah, <laughs> who is a people no, person she's in a, the shows? Because Luke Cage isn't really. Yeah, yeah, he is. Is he? Yeah, he is. Eh, he's, he's, he's usually just like, I want to be left alone. That was stuff. only for a little bit, though. Okay. And then he's kind of like... Punisher is definitely not a people person. No. I think Matt is... He's pretty cool. He's Murdoch? Pretty, yeah, yeah, he's, Murdoch, a, he's yeah, pretty chill. He's a pretty Iron chill Fist, guy. he's just... I'm the immortal Iron Fist. Go Seriously, to- if you tell someone that again, like... It's like, dude, <laughs> stop getting on that. Uh, yeah, drugs. and get off of that. Yeah. He's just. Uh, I don't know. I don't like him. Okay. <laughs> you you he, should. He was better with Luke Cage in Defenders. What, like yes. that was my favorite thing. Seeing about them him. together will be good. They, they were was really good. Dynamic. I, I know you said it like sometime in season one, but what what what's your current ranking for the Marvel oh, shows? Yeah. <laughs> so now that we've got Jessica Jones on, um, just now that we have season two out, here's my rankings are like. Gosh. Daredevil's obviously number one. Yep. Yeah. And then for crazy. me, number two is Luke Cage. Punisher. Punisher. And then number three for me after that is... Defenders for me. Is, well, I'm, Defenders I'm not, like, including, I guess. I don't oh, know. okay. Then Jessica Jones season one, because Kilgrave. Because Jessica Jones kind of represents all the shows. I mean, uh, Dare- Defenders kind of represents all the shows. So, like, mine would be Daredevil, Luke Cage, Punisher, um, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist. Iron Fist is way at the bottom for me. Yeah, there's like a big gap between. He, he, not for me. I liked I liked Iron Fist. It was very slow, and he I didn't really care for the character. Honestly, he was just he was weird. Mm. It was like a weird kid. He's like I can do this and this and this, and I'm just like I do not care. <laughs> <laughs> you keep talking. Good I for you. <laughs> <laughs> I inherited a billion dollars from my company. Whoopee. You know what? Actually, I don't know. It's hard because. I think I might like Jessica Jones better than Dip Punisher. I don't know, because there's... I don't feel like there's really that many memorable moments of, of Punisher season one. I can think of one. What? When he takes Danny's... Fi- is it Danny? Yeah, you have, to wait the whole, you have to wait the whole season for that, though. Oh, but still, it's like It's good, that's literally the <laughs> wow. in the last scene of the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, you, know, you know what? So, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with that. My Wesley's official <laughs> Netflix Marvel Universe rankings. Daredevil... Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Punisher, Iron Fist. Iron you, Fist is still at the bottom, I want to point out. Yeah. <laughs> and if you had to insert Defenders in there. If I did insert, uh, insert Defenders in there, it'd probably be number two. 
I really liked the team up. That's, that's, that's good. That's a, yeah. I feel like that part especially needs to be successful. Yeah. I'd say it's above um, Luke Cage and Iron Fist for me. Still interesting. Hmm. It was a good time. Yeah, it was a good time. It was I, I don't. I don't feel like I have. I don't. I don't have the right to make a ranking list because I haven't seen half yeah. these shows. I think um, when it comes to Defender, sorry if I'm interrupting. Yeah, you. no, I was just I like, mean, but I I have seen almost all of um, Daredevil, and that I can only Daredevil's tell because I've seen bits and pieces yeah. of all these shows mm-hmm. and like gauging my interest level. I just don't have time to yeah. watch all these, but. Daredevil's the only one that yeah, I would go out of my way If you should to watch, watch any of them, it should be Daredevil. Daredevil yeah. is easily the best superhero TV show out I've there seen, right now. I've seen it's... all of season one. I saw like almost all of season two. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I really liked yeah. Daredevil. Um, in fact, when it comes to Defenders, I think I think Defenders is moving in the opposite direction as the TV shows. I think it'll get better as it goes on, whereas the shows That's... are struggling yeah. um, a little bit going forward. But they'll get better. Yeah. Awesome. Hopefully. Yeah. I'm I'm confident. I think it's just a matter of, like you said, with them trying to build up these storylines, they gotta they gotta stick with it, and yeah, it's gonna be hard. Like, like I think this will be their really testing yeah. period. TV shows, the introductory seasons are are easy. Yeah, well, er, you yeah, know what I mean, I mean like, that's fair. Yeah, because you yeah. got new interests and stuff like that. But this yeah. is gonna be hard because Netflix is trying to support a lot of shows at once. It's not supporting one show. There's like five, mm-hmm. so it's like. They they have to see like the light at the other tunnel that this could be like really amazing if they keep up all these shows and really put the time and effort that they need to. Yeah. However, from a strictly company financial standpoint, it'd be really easy to see that they drop some of them. Yeah. You know? I'm just I'm excited to see them all where they are where they're at right now because I remember when this was first announced and it was just like I can't believe like it was hard to imagine what it would yeah. look like and now it's here like now they're all here. <laughs> I'm I'm holding out hope for Iron Fist that it'll get better just because. I really like the character that he's supposed to be. Like, does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I see the Iron Fist in the comics, and I'm like, he's really cool. Like, I think it's really cool, mm-hmm. and it'll get. I think it'll get there. Like, Defenders was a high point for Iron Fist because you saw his interactions with Luke Cage, which mm-hmm. are really important um, for for his character. So, yeah, it's Jessica Jones season two, plus some. <laughs> More than a little bit of plus some. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, I'm gonna go next here. And I want to talk about Final Space. Now, if you don't know what Final Space is, that's totally fine. Um, <laughs> Little Bingo, we love you! <laughs> so, we have to go way back here to, to, to learn why this is really special. So, uh, a YouTuber by the name of o- um, Olin Rogers, one of my favorite YouTubers, um, got All famous of our for <laughs> making funny skits and being really good at telling childhood stories. Um, it's so great because Olin Rogers will take a story that you could basically tell in 30 seconds and it wouldn't be like, I'll be like a yeah. giggle. You he's know? just a really good storyteller in yeah, general. That's what he, he is as yeah. a storyteller. And he'll be able yeah. to stretch it out to like uh, a 10 minute video mm-hmm. while making it entertaining and hilarious yeah. the entire way through. And it's like, I, I hear a lot of crap like from people who's like, oh, none of this stuff really happened. Like, there's no way. It's like, no, he's just really good about making non-funny stuff funny. Like, yeah. that's just how he is. So you ma- he, he makes it sound like his childhood was a freaking comedy show. When it's not really, he's just really good at making really simple moments that yeah. we've all experienced. Like, for instance, when he explained the story about the raccoon in the garage. Yeah. Like, he could have just been like, oh, there's a raccoon in the garage and it was really scary, but I eventually let it out. Yeah, exactly. Because like, that's exactly what happens, but the way he does it is like, he like does all the yelling and yeah. like, like it just really... One. Yeah, it makes it like an adventure, you know. Yeah, exactly. With them and it's and it's amazing, and I mm-hmm. freaking love it. I died, like my favorite video by far. Well, I shouldn't say by far because I love them so much. Um, but it's the Ghost in the Stalls one. That yeah. one and, and, and the paintball one. Are my and you know, maybe he remembers them a little differently than they actually happen. But who cares? We all I mean, do yeah. about things. Yeah. yeah. But he's he's definitely not making up. Content. No, he's he's yeah. not doing it just. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're not made up stories completely. Haters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so just gonna hate. Yeah. But seriously, if you want some like genuine laughs, this guy's amazing. Go look him up on YouTube. Watch his stuff. Uh, but he's also been big into making um, shows. You know, like a lot of YouTubers. Yeah, have, he's an like, animator. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he's had this, and he's occasionally done a couple like one-off videos of animation, and he's got this really interesting, unique blend of being like his own style of comedy but plus a lot of heart and seriousness like where there's like stuff at stake you know like mm-hmm. a lot of it's like uh like some of the stuff like really have like kind of depressing endings it's like oh yeah. okay yeah <laughs> oh okay yeah, it's, it's sad <laughs> i'll just go there's a one-off one about 
um, like the robot and his boy. Yeah, I love that one. Oh. Like, yeah, he's like he he like he's created a lot of pilots for things. Yes. Um, one and Final Space is just one of the pilots that has I'm, taken off. And, I will like, say though, I think Final Space is one of his original ideals for a show that he yeah, he purposely did that. not make videos for previously because he knew that if he ever got the opportunity to make a show this would be it and if yeah. he wanted to make a pilot he wanted to have the budget and manpower to make it really successful so Ola Rogers goes out and he makes this amazing pilot um, and he does like almost all the voices by the way he's he's an amazing um, undiscovered voice actor in my mm -hmm. opinion he's yeah. great um, and which by the way voices the main character of his own show oh yeah, yeah. now that it's yeah. on TBS yeah um, which is perfect because he's essentially him you know yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> it's literally him yeah so um just you know fixing yeah. the camera and all that uh, so <laughs> he he makes the pilot and he gets he, he gets three um interviews with companies he gets one from Netflix he gets one from YouTube and he gets one from TBS TBS yeah yeah um, and why did he go with TBS? By the way, well, so I'm going to explain that. Okay, cool. so he he, he, okay. he was just he was um, he was amazed because he got to work with um, I forget the name, but he got to work with a really good director or producer, one of those guys, yeah. to really help bring this pilot to make it. And he gave him lots of tips on what he needs to do and what he needs to bring to all these big companies to seal a deal. And he was just hoping for one of them, you know. But it turns out all three of them went fantastic and they all wanted him. But mm -hmm. he had to choose, like, well, now I have to choose. Like, what the heck? So he decided, uh, because his fan base is with the YouTube community, that's what he was looking out for, is that what's the best way that the community can see this? So the problem with YouTube and Netflix is that Netflix wanted to make it a Netflix exclusive and YouTube wanted to make a YouTube Red exclusive show. But he wanted to... Let, he wanted to do it in a way where everybody could see this. You know, he wanted, he, mm -hmm. he understands that not everybody has a Netflix account, even though a lot of people do, and certainly not everybody has a YouTube Red account. He, he wants no. to make this available to everybody. So TBS had options where everybody could see it, um, and he made it work out so that, like, that way the most, um, that way the biggest portion of his already established fan base yeah, yeah. could see it. And he has, because right now, um, you can watch Final Space on the TBS app, which is totally free. You can watch it totally free. So it's like literally all the episodes uh, yeah. that are out. I tried yeah. going on there actually, and they said I had to put in like a code or something. No, I went on there and just watched it. The first two episodes. The other episodes, you have to oh, do something. Well, well, that being said, there's still. They're still on TV where everybody can see them, and then well, they also have options down the road for being. Yeah, what I've noticed about shows like that is you might have to wait until it's not the newest episode. Right, because that's what it was like with Walking Dead when we watched Walking Dead. We no, I, I went back to Walking Dead, and they still don't have it for free. Well, but regardless of the fact, regardless of the fact, TBS will work with companies like Netflix and all to yeah. but also bring it to that platforms. But if you lock it in with YouTube or Netflix, it's I not see. Going on so the show platforms. could still end up on Netflix. Yep. is the thing. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Because they because though that company works with those companies in tandem. Mm -hmm. So yeah. he was he was just choosing the. Uh, the, the one that had the biggest, yeah, the, the more options. Yeah, the least yeah. exclusive platform, you know? Yeah. So that was really cool that he was looking out for his his viewers and not mm -hmm. for himself. Yeah. And also with this, TBS gave him a lot of cool contacts because the cast for this is crazy. You know what's funny is that we were just talking about it's David really Tennant. It's really a star David cast, Tennant yeah. is in this, and that really shocked me because he's one of my favorite actors. So to see that freaking one of my favorite YouTubers you know, like going through this journey with him, and that's why this makes it so special. Yeah, so he's this. like, I told William, I was like, it's like it's like a child of ours is achieving his yeah. dream. It's like, like watching our friend do something great. He's just like, this is my boy. Yeah. It's my friend. Uh, but, um... So you have Owen Rogers who plays the main character. You've also got uh, Tom Kenny. You had, uh, you have a uh, Fred. Army. I'm so bad. Armitage. No. What? Um, There's a Fred Armitage. No. Fred Armisen. I don't. Armisen. I don't recognize him. You oh, Tom Kenny, SpongeBob. Yeah. Holy crap! <laughs> what character is he on Final Space? He's a uh, Hugh. Okay, I don't know who. Yeah. Hugh is. <laughs> I haven't seen the show by the Which way. Which one's Hugh have to again? Watch. Is that the yellow guy? I. I was stuck, so, so just a preface, I'm not really talking spoilers here, I'm only talking about, because I've only seen the first two episodes. I've only seen so, the first two also. Yeah, so you can watch that right now, um, and I'm just kind of doing an introductory and behind the scenes about this, because um, I want to talk in depth about the series once it's all out, because right now there's only four episodes out, mm -hmm. um, so there's still a lot more to come. I don't even think it's halfway done yet. 
Um, so once that's all done, then I'll bring it back up on the show. We'll talk about spoilers and how I like the show. But right now, I'm just talking an introductory thing because really, mm-hmm. I want more people like, to watch the show yeah, and support like, this we show. We want to raise awareness for Final Space yes. because Olin Rogers is the man. And So you also have this David guy. Tennant as Lord Commander. Hello. That's amazing. That's the bad that's, guy. That's the, yeah. bad, that's the main guy. So David Tennant's not a cameo. He's one of the... You also have, um, I'm just scrolling through the ones I know. Conan O'Brien, by the way, is one of the executive producers, I believe. Yeah, he was on Conan, and he's like, I loved this idea, I wanted to be a yep. part of it. So, like, he's part of making it happen. Yep, so he also voices a character in that, too, yeah. which is really cool. Um, you've also got uh, Stephen Ewan? I, I'm, again, from The Walking Dead. From The yep. Walking Dead. Glenn. Um, you've Glenn! Got, um, you've got... Caleb uh, McLaughlin, who plays one of the kids. Show me a picture of him again. So it's. Hey, oh yeah. yeah, it's um okay. yeah. I'm trying to remember his. I don't name. remember his character's name. Yeah, I'm so bad. And they've also. Uh. Been, but um, uh, but yeah. So the, one of the kids from Stranger Things. I've got Ron Perlman on here. Ron That's a big Perlman. deal. Yeah. Wow. Um, Deathstroke. And um, it oh, also no. says Andy Richer, which I assume he's more of a um, um, a cameo. But um, hey. And there's probably other people in here that are big names too that I just personally don't recognize. Mm-hmm. That's fine, but like just check it out on IMDb, like I am, and it's it's really freaking cool. That it's really inspiring as someone like me, you know, who's like like doing smaller things, you know, hoping to do big things one day. Yeah. Um, and it just yeah, seeing that cast. like he did it, you know. Right, because Owen Rogers, like originally, he's just like a regular guy who started yeah. to do st- something that he loved, and then he was able to learn and grow from that and start to do something really, really big. Because Owen Rogers, he's a he's a popular YouTube, but he it's a YouTuber, but he's like he's middle of the pack. He's definitely not like he's popular, but he's definitely not in the limelight, even in YouTube's mm-hmm. center things. Because YouTube's, I think how many? I'm gonna look up right now how many subscribers he has, um, but. Um, you definitely won't see him in trending all the time. Um, he, he has a very cult following, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, very um, loyal following. Um, yeah, so he's he's almost got a um, hundred thousand subscribers. No, I'm sorry, he's almost got a million subscribers, um, which sounds like a lot, but in YouTube terms, there's like so many people who have like. Five million and more, like that's just yeah. it's so many. Yeah. So yeah, he's definitely up there. He's got almost a million subscribers. Congrats for him. That's gonna be great. I'd imagine that by the end of uh, this, um, at the end of final final space, he'll probably get to a million because this I'm sure is really helping him. But that's mm-hmm. really cool. Um, it's just yeah, it's so you just really got to see this guy in his videos because he's so charismatic he's got a lot of heart yeah you know he really cares for he does this really cool thing where um he's got this like um this soda parlor in uh nashville that was one of his dream jobs and it took forever for him to do and it basically almost hit him to his breaking point but he was able to get yeah but it's so so because he's he's gone to two locations because the first location he made it quickly outgrow because it was so successful so he had to go to a bigger one which was a big process Mm -hmm. but yeah just like he made a really fun spot for kids to hang out and have fun and he would host like video game tournaments and stuff like that but he basically made uh he made like (laughs) he made like like a bar kind of setting where you see like adults hang out but Mm -hmm. he made it like solar parlor so like for like teenagers to Mm -hmm. hang out i think that's really cool and i i wish growing up that there was more more uh, places that catered to that kind of age crowd. It's a yeah. pity that we weren't born in the eighties because they had arcades and stuff, and we didn't. Really yeah, like, like I wish we had being a nineties like kid growing up. It, it was kind of like a weird, a weird spot, you know? Because we yeah, were well, we were like we didn't grow up in the nineties. We were born in the nineties, and I mean, we're. I mean, I'm ninety five. You're ninety five. You're ninety seven. So really, it's like we only faintly remember the nineties. Mostly growing up in the early two thousands, mm-hmm. and a lot of that cool well, stuff that was stuff missing seeps from in. it. So it's like yeah. just because like we were like mostly living in the nineties doesn't mean we still weren't doing a lot of nineties stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, being homeschooled, you had a lot of. <laughs> that's you a slow down the process, just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you were already. Yeah, well, we, we were. Got we, a were DVD we were never the like, cool what? kids. We were never ahead of the curve <laughs> as far as that goes. Be like the cool kids. I remember rewinding uh, VHS tapes. Oh I do too. I remember, I remember you not being able to watch a lot of VHS tapes, Alex. I remember. Stop it! We already had a conversation on the podcast. I remember, rather than being on the phone in the bathroom, I remember playing those those. 
those water toy uh, games where you like press uh, the button. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and it makes the rings yeah, fall. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know that. I remember that. I had that keychain basketball game that you just push like yeah. four buttons to move and then shoot. I remember when McDonald's was like cool. had those like Sonic like the, all the different kinds of like Sonic held hand. Back when McDonald's toys Back were cool. cool <laughs> toys yeah, were made for kids. Back when they were worth having. Like they don't even advertise that watch anymore. The show, you were. By the way, they're sad. taking the hamburger out of the McDonald's what? Happy Meal. Yeah, wow, it's not healthy enough. It's McDonald's. Dang it! Everything is unhealthy. I anyway, worked there for two and a half years. You know, I know. You know what is healthy? Final space. There's salad. Oh, Final no. space <laughs> is healthy. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm quiet because I'm, I'm subduing rage. <laughs> and that's like, like, how dare you? I know. You talk about their salads being healthy. I'll tell you, they're salad. Anywho, so yeah, <laughs> Final Space. So now I talk about that. Shut Final up. Space is this really cool show where it goes along with what he's all about, which is creating something that's got his unique style of comedy, which I personally really love. If you're not about it, whatever. People sometimes are trying to compare this to, like, oh, it's Rick just like a bad Rick and Morty. It's like, no, but it's not Rick. Like, you can't just say that every adult animated show is supposed to be like Rick and Morty. Like, this is yeah. different. Um,. It's not the same humor at all, because like Rick and Morty is very crude humor, and that's got its own space. But this, <laughs> this one has some of love it. Rick and it's Murray got a little bit, but it's totally, it's it really is its own thing. Like yeah, you can compare it to other styles of comedy, but Olin Rogers is very distinct in his style of yeah, he really comedy. Is. is a wide range, and you can take something. I just from any part of so it. like. I just love how Olin Rogers is still like all enamored with this like this newfound stardom he has. He's yeah. like he was talking about going on Co the Conan show before he was on it, and he's like, "I'm gonna meet freaking Conan," yeah. and he says it just like that. Yeah. Like he's he's got he just what he's a so year old. I know he's so like doesn't even know what to do with himself right now. So, he's so excited. This yeah. is okay. He, basically, he is acting the same way that we would act if exactly we do something like that. We'd be like, "I'm going on TV." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's so Love it's it. so fun watching this guy, and like you can see that just seep through the show, and just uh, the amazing um, quality that this show exudes, and it's really fun. So you've got this, you've got this guy. His name's Gary Space, who's the main character, who's voiced by Olin Rogers. Gary Space. And at first, as you're like picturing him, like you think he's the captain of this ship, but then you actually find out that. Uh, I can't remember if they actually he's really a, went into details. No, he's but, a prisoner. But he's actually a prisoner of yeah. this ship. And he's got... <laughs> he's like... He's been on this ship for five years. And he's going a little bit crazy. And he's got all these robots and stuff like that. That's both help... Both like keeping the ship like up to shape and all that. But also there's like a robot that's like literally to help him keep him sane by like companionship in a way. That robot is the one that drives him insane. Oh yeah. <laughs> Which robot is it? Oh, is it isn't it's it? It's the yellow one that floats around, is it right? Kevin? I think it's Kevin. Kevin. It sounds like a is what is what is Mooncake? Is he an alien? Oh yeah, so, yeah, so as so as you're learning about his as you're learning about his situation, he stumbles a uh, upon this um, creature called Mooncake, well, which re which he reminds calls him it Mooncake, Mooncake, yeah, which reminds him of this old pet caterpillar he used to have. But literally, Mooncake, if you haven't seen the show, Mooncake is this like imagine like it's like the green, mascot for the show. Imagine it's like, like a, a green, green curry. curry. Yeah, I was thinking like the green version of the little alien guy from um, Treasure Planet. What's his name? Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, that's I don't remember what it is, exactly but him. Treasure Planet's great. But smart, like, he Murph? does it. I think. He's just so he's so cute. He doesn't even like speak language. He's like, ba -da -ba -da. yeah. And, like, like, he, like, he's on all the promotional material. Like, yeah, he's, he's pretty much. The I would he does much show. better than any minion. I'll tell you that. Oh my gosh, it's so. And but it turns out that Mooncake, who appears to be really <laughs> lovable oh, and fluffy and stuff, is actually a planet killer. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, and like he like saves Olin's life in uh, the first episode. Danny's life. Yeah, it's like he's he's in space. He's trying to get back to a ship because he's falling through space. He's like, I'm not gonna make it. I'm running out of uh, oxygen. And then like as he's like going unconscious, like um, Mooncake like destroys a huge bunch of asteroids <laughs> that were gonna take him, and then just yeah. brings him back to the ship. But yeah, and so Danny then know anything. He's like, oh. Mooncake, and then this we is made basically it. the plot of the story where you basically switch to this guy called Lord Commander, which is the the evil guy. He's trying to get this alien. Um, whose name is not Mooncake, it's like like some weird code thing, very similar to like Lilo and Stitch. You know, mm -hmm. it was like 626, like, no, his yeah. name is Stitch. You know, yeah. you named him what? Mm -hmm. um, so <laughs> so they're trying to get after, and they've got both the commander, but also lots of bounty hunters trying to go after him for having mm -hmm. this. And he's just like, no, he saved my life. I've got to like protect this guy, um, you know, with very little knowledge of him. But um, so it's basically his journey of 
this like just literally just him having an adventure and him just being happy to be doing something else than just being trapped in this ship you know mm-hmm. he's like excited about like it's a really cool plot and it's already like they've already put some stakes in the show um like that's not a very it's not strictly like a happy show like this show's got stakes um like, like it showed a character die and like i know it sounds weird but like there was like blood and stuff like that which is like a very like interesting choice if you're doing animation like you don't necessarily have to do that because it's all yeah. cartoony like no they like they they went with the rule oh this, this this show gets really dark in episode two like i was surprised how far i went i'm like oh, is this like a kid's show or like something like kind of yeah. like a teenage show oh my goodness that is terrifying yeah, so it's adult in the way where it's serious and mature it's also not, just not, like, like not just like serious like oh this is somber it's more like oh my gosh that's terrifying yeah, i don't so know how to like, see that well wow. real stakes in this show and can't it's wait like, to go home and watch it yeah <laughs> like, so, I mean, it's supposed to be funny like it's, it's not just stakes it's like it's supposed to be like the funny like oh uh, thing yeah but for me it's just like the oh uh, uh. yeah yeah the awkward laughing <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know okay, what I'm talking about, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, there's real stakes in the show, and it's got good comedy. It's got great heart, and it's a really, really fresh take on this genre. Genre that we're genre. seeing going in the rate of Rick and Morty, you know. Yeah. But I'm not saying anything bad about. I'm just saying that that's that's. I love church. Rick and Morty. That's it's a specific choice else. to go down, and um, yeah. they're decided to do something completely different, and that's totally fine because you know what? This is totally. Olin Rogers. This Olin is Rogers not, is the kind of guy that'll have his own network. Yeah, someday he is not. <laughs> he's not using other people's like shows. Like I'm gonna do a show like Rick and Morty. Like no, he's just doing the thing that he's been wanting to do his entire career. You know. Yeah. So and I think that's freaking amazing. It's great, and he's like not exactly old. Like he's he's in his thirties. He's young. He's fine. He's do, young do yourself a favor. Go watch yourself some Olin Rogers on YouTube, and then yeah. go watch Final Space. Yeah, grow to love Olin Rogers, and then watch Final you can't Space. Not and you'll love be the guy. He's <laughs> yeah. hilarious. And the first time I watched him, like my friend showed me one of the episodes. I think it was Ghost in the Stalls. I'm just like, this man is insane. <laughs> and then I kept watching. <laughs> and then like, you kept oh, watching. William like, quotes an episode of it all the time to me because the yeah. character in his story's name is Wesley. Wesley, shoot him! <laughs> so I, I get it a lot from a lot of people. <laughs> yes, Wesley. <laughs> yeah. Apparently and then he his... shoots me in the thigh. Yeah. Apparently, one of his childhood friends was named Wesley. So yeah. good for me. He was odd. Uh, <laughs> all right. So how do we go? F- okay. So. You want to talk about Infinity War? And I... How do we even talk about yeah. it in 20 minutes? We start by flipping Gary. I know we start Gary. by flipping Gary, but I can't hold my excitement in. Out. Also, sadly enough, no David Tennant in this segment. David Tennant's been prevalent in all these I know, yeah. But yes, <laughs> no more, more David Tennant. Yes, I know, more Marvel. You guys going impl- to complain about it? I do not David, care because David it's Ten- Infinity David War. David Tennant's not a tenant in this one. <laughs> Um, that was that was that was that was taken. Stop it! Uh, and unfortunately, there's a different doctor in this one. Ooh, Doctor yeah. Strange. Okay, oh, different kind of doctor. So, yeah, right. so, so no, no, no. this is our this is our third trailer. We're, We're talking about the third okay, so, trailer. So there's an yeah. official trailer. There's a Super Bowl TV spot, sort of, and then there's this trailer in the sh- the movie. No, part. there was a teaser Super Bowl TV spot, and this is the trailer. Official trailer. I can't well, believe no, because the, they were all the teaser links, wasn't though. A, the, the teaser wasn't a teaser though. It was like it was like a big trailer. Like, yeah. It had a lot of stuff. Because that happening. one, that one, that was the one that made me like. That's the one that we oh watched. Like, yeah. One of the uh, best trailers I've seen in a long time. Yeah. The second one was. was okay. eh. It's basically the same thing except like a, a couple of. Yeah. But I think but this one. Okay. Okay. Running out of time. So new trailer drops and we have our minds exploded. Much, very much, and we don't know how to talk. Um, so basically, <laughs> you're really excited. I am. Do you want to talk about it? No, you it? go ahead. It's all you, man. Oh, man. <laughs> you sound like Jackie. It's all you, man. You got this. Oh, I don't know, Scoop. Well, I, just, I don't know where to start because. This Do you want me to help you? Uh, no, no, no. I can okay. help. This, <laughs> this, this trailer, like, it's. It potential spoilers, but also things that just rock you to your core because you're realizing that it's the end of an era because basically the Avengers, the MCU has been going on for 10 years, ever since 2008, Iron Man's uh, movie, and then uh, Nick Fury comes out at the end credits scene, he's like, I need to talk to you about the Avengers Initiative, and we're like, oh my gosh, this is actually a thing, and then we got our first Avengers movie in 2012, and that was like... 
Like we we've never had something like this happen, and I didn't really start watching Marvel movies until the year before. So even for me, it was big. Mm-hmm. It was not as big as that for everyone else. Yeah, I'm just like this is history in the making, basically. And then that has been leading up to this movie. Like so, for the past six years, it's been leading up to this movie with Thanos as a main villain, and he's absolutely going to kill it. I think because he literally kill it. Like some gonna, people are going to die. He wants to kill <laughs> half the universe, people. Yeah, he's probably going to do to bring it too. balance. Bring yeah, yeah and I think I, I I'm already really liking this villain because I, oh yeah, I Thanos like is he's coming more realistically because this could easily be the I'm just gonna destroy everything yeah, kind of there's real he's, stakes. He's not, like he can actually he's not just end a things. Jerk. Yeah, you no, know? he doesn't want to just kill everything like, in sight. He just like no, I want I have a specific worldview so that I want to enforce. I know? want balance. Um, basically, um. So Josh Brolin, uh, who's the, the the actor for this, like voice actor and uh, motion capture, motion capture. Yeah, yeah. his face is uh, yeah, Thanos. basically They've done a lot of. Um, so he is basically saying that um, Thanos is actually kind of more of the main character in this movie. He has the most screen time. Yeah, 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 and it's interesting. It, this trailer shows a lot um, from his point of view, and also from uh, Gamora's point of view because she was Do- Thanos'. Uh, abducted, abducted, yeah. abducted. Sure, yeah. killed her whole race. Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. And real yeah. quick, I just want to say that the first trailer, which was really psyched, they made the Guardians of the Galaxy appear to be a cameo because they were basically a cameo in that trailer. And the way that the, the spot that they got in that trailer made them seem like a cameo. This trailer not. changed that completely. Well, I well, kind of hey, figured. I kind of figured Gamora would be a big part because she's sense. related yes. to him. Here's the thing, though. Um, in a way. Sh- so Chris Pratt says that Star-Lord is a little bit more of a cameo appearance in this movie. That being said, we do see more of him in the movie. Like when we think cameo, it's just like oh, a few scenes and then yeah. or one scene. Is he's going to get some action. Yeah, I was going to say he's. There, de- oh, you, you see him doing. The stuff. directors, the Russo brothers, have already come out and said that the the characters that don't get as much screen time in Infinity War are being pushed to the front in Avengers Four. So we're going to yeah. get to see everybody yeah. between the two. Because if you didn't already, this is technically part one of a two-part thing. Kind of. It yeah. was going to be a reason, two-part. And the reason they, I've, I think the reason they've scrapped that is to preserve some of the mystery about what will happen. Because if it's just a one-part, two-part, it's kind of more predictable that way. I will expect a big cliffhanger at the end of this, though. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. But honestly... Things it, are going to end bad. But somebody's not going to die. Be, not, not a cliffhanger be, so much in the traditional sense, because we're going to get tons of movies in between that and four. Right. Well, so, that's true. So, uh, a theory that people have been speculating is that when Gamora's talking about Thanos, uh, she says, like, if he gets all the Infinity Stones, he's able to, like, change the universe with a snap. Of Which the he literally does in the comics. Yeah. So people are wondering, like, you know what would be absolutely crazy is if he snaps his fingers and then the screen, like, goes black and that would be the cliffhanger and then we don't know what happens. Like, everything that's happened in the movie, like we've seen, mm-hmm. but we don't know what happens after that. So that would be a really insane cliffhanger. Yeah. Um, probably not going to happen. I don't think so. Um... Because does he even get all the Infinity Stones? Not in this one, one, I don't think. Yeah, he's gonna well, have. We don't know. I we don't know if he will. He, we don't. Even we know we haven't even found the Soul Stone. Wait, isn't the that's the orange one? That's one that hasn't shown up yet at all. So what's the one that um that Vision has then? That's the Mind Stone. Mind Stone. That's yeah. the yellow one, right? Yep. So basically, Thanos is going after that one, and he's going after the, the time motto. Yeah, which the time the one, which Doctor yeah. Strange has. Yeah. Um. So again, spoilers are probably potential spoilers. Um, it, from the trailer, it looks like our heroes get their their butts kicked, and they know that Thanos is coming. And they're like, "All right, we need to be in a secure place." So they're going to Wakanda, mm-hmm. which we are already <laughs> excited about because <laughs> yeah. Black Panther, woo, woohoo! Um, and we're getting a lot of our old uh, uh, besties, uh, best characters back. All of our besties. There's yeah. gonna be like so like I think there's like 26 main-ish characters, mm-hmm. which is absolutely who, insane. Who do you guys think is gonna die? Either Captain America, Iron Man, or Vision. I think Thor and, and Iron Man are going to die. I, hmm. The reason I think Thor is going to die is because in the trailer, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's, there's there's a lot. I know there's trailer trickery, but like yeah. he's got his hand on Thor's head, and it looks to be in the same scene as Loki with the Black Order, like looking on. It's like, is he making Loki watch him kill Thor? 
I like, think that's at the beginning, actually, because you know that Thanos. Oh, comes, you're right, because Thanos he gets he, he breaks the Tesseract and gets the no. Well, like the space the, stone. If you watched uh, Thor Ragnarok, the his ship comes out in the beginning, and basically, what's I think is going to happen is he's going to attack that ship. And there's bodies you're everywhere. Right, yeah, so that that's the Asgardians. So yeah. I'm thinking that Loki um, has a Tesseract, and Thanos is like, "I'm going to kill your brother," and then Loki has to make a choice: like, "Am I going to help my brother? Or am I going to keep the Tesseract?" So he <laughs> yet <just> again, <laughs> basically gives it to Thanos and. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know what's gonna happen to Loki because we only see him in that segment of. Oh yeah, trailer. Loki could die. Maybe he could die. Honestly, yeah. for real this time, not like yeah. the first three times. <laughs> first three times, two or three times. I Good think. Grief. I really think Captain America is gonna be gone. The okay. I'm really set in stone that Iron Man will die. I really think Iron Man. I, I, I know die. that. I think Robert Downey Jr. has been looking for an exit for a long time. I think time. that Chris Evans is looking for an exit too. Um, and it would be it would be heartbreaking for me because I absolutely love those. Bucky characters. is in a good position to take over right now. Yep, he is. Yeah, yeah. and he becomes and he becomes Captain America in the comics. It's a really Falcon cool probably, run, most likely. Yeah, because he's hit yeah. a big character moment where he's now resetting. Basically, yeah. We saw him at the end of um, yeah Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, White Wolf. Mm -hmm. But the end of this trailer was absolutely like jaw dropping, uh, dropping for me because Thanos has his gauntlet mm. and he goes to grab um, Cap Cap for like whatever reason. And this guy is huge. When you see like Cap, like so, the, his he's holding his fingers, he's holding like, his fingers, like with his whole hands, with his whole entire hands, and Thanos is just pushing down on him. And you know, Cap is a very very strong guy and he is struggling he's like absolutely screaming he's like Hulk size I'm watching I'm just like oh my poor boy <laughs> my poor boy so, not Cap. Um, so Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson have talked so, about their characters and apparently so cool. apparently um, Nomad I'm gonna call him Nomad because Steve he's still Steve no he's Nomad at, the, at, at this point Captain America is he's not officially Nomad not a f uh, well we don't know that no we haven't figured that out thus far but anyway uh, Steve and 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 Black Widow, um, Chris Evans talks talks about them as being like disillusioned heroes now. Like they're they don't know what to do. They're they're dark and like they have nobody supporting them now. So the help that they've been giving has been like really sacrificial. Like it's like they're just in a dark place. Yeah. Well, they're basically in a, in a place where they don't know who they are anymore. Yeah. Because Cap, like he's been. Captain America for so long, and that's that's basically his ent like his, mm -hmm. his, all his, identity. his whole identity is yeah basically. Um, and then they're basically um, the Russo brothers are basically saying like he is struggling with finding out who he is if he's not Captain America, and it's a very interesting place for him to be in. Mm -hmm. um, I have notes too. <laughs> Also, Alex always has notes. Also, it looks like Thor's gonna get a new weapon this time. I'm yep, Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. There's no R. Stormbreaker? Yeah. Are you sure about Stormbreaker. that? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Stormbreaker. check that out. Hold on a sec. Real on. quick, uh, before we get too far away from it, we talked about characters we think are going to die. There's certain yeah. characters that basically have immunity that we know are not going to die because of coming movies. So, we know the Guardians are safe. We know that Spider-Man's safe. Spider-Man is definitely safe. Yeah. But I think, actually... Okay, so, it is, sorry, it is Stormbreaker, IGN. Huh? IGN, you misspelled it. Good grief, IGN. Whoa. Get it right. Yeah. Yeah, one job. Um, yeah, um, anyway, you're right. Spider-Man is safe. Well, the Guardians are safe because they're all fairly new. Something that I... Doctor Strange is, I think, would be safe. Probably. Would, but it looks like he's going through a lot of yeah, pain yeah. in this movie. Ooh, I'm definitely know, like, concerned for him. Yeah. Head acupuncture is going right through his, his face. Yeah. Because um, he's actually one of the most powerful yes, out of these guys. Actually, techni technically, he is the most powerful of them because he's literally the protector of the realm. Like, of... Everything, Real, like our reality. Yeah, yeah, of our reality. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if he's there yet, but like in the comics, That's cool. He's easily the most powerful. It'd be it'd be great if we had like, like like a bubble chart that showed us characters that are in the green, characters that are in the red, where they're like they're not looking good. Characters in the yellow, like what? You could go either way, you yeah. know. Well, going back to a uh, character that I'm sorry, I, I'm just like I agree. A, a, char a character that could very reasonably die that I really don't want to is Vision. Like, it's not out of question for him yeah. to die this movie, but I really don't want him to. I like Vision. I completely agree. Yeah. That's rough, buddy. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Alex! <laughs> yeah, but going back to, like, people who who are going to die and like, might not die, um, Spider-Man. I know he's not going to officially die, but something that people have talked about is that when he's on that, um, that spinning uh, spaceship and, like, he takes his mask off and it looks like he's having difficulty breathing, some people are thinking, like, he actually dies because of lack of oxygen 
and you know Tony sees that and like he he is able to get um, Doctor Strange to turn back time so Tony's able to give him his new suit so that was able That'd to take cool. care of him that would yeah. be a very interesting like obviously Marvel's like oh no we're not gonna kill this person or this person or this person but fake us out <laughs> yeah it was like but we know Spider-Man's not gonna die I mean come on he's, he's too new he's way too new he's yeah. too young he's too young to die well I can't imagine that like yeah Guardians and Spider-Man are not gonna be cameos but I think their parts are going to be limited mm-hmm. and I, but I don't think I do think they'll have very good parts also Black Panther is not gonna go anywhere oh knows. no yeah. He's, yeah he's way too new yeah. it also looks like Thanos has his own posse of sorts in this one I don't know who they are exactly the Black Order yeah there's k- children those are his kids yeah, those are his kids oh those guys are ugly well cause wasn't like wait wait they're adopted though right I don't know oh, I think these are literally his kids oh I think so wow Gamora and Nebula are adopted. Are, are abducted. I wonder if there's going to be any abducted. sibling rivalry, uh, rivalry, whatever, rivalry, on their part. I can in fact speak. <laughs> really? Um, yeah, this is I'm just looking up the double check because I think the trailer they has me shook every. Day. I am shooketh. I think very much something that I'm not sure if it's confirmed, but there's a scene where Thanos is on a planet and he has a gauntlet and he's pulling the moon out of orbit. I think somebody, um, I don't know if it's official, but I think that somebody said that he's pulling, he's, he's on Titan, his home mm-hmm. world, and he's actually I've pulling the moon out and then destroying the planet. So that's why they call him the Mad Titan. But also it turns out that um, Thanos is actually a deformed Titan in a way, and they kind of um, said he's basically like the Quasimodo of Titans there. Huh, so, really? Yeah, basically. Um, let me pull it up. Yeah, I'm looking through. Um, we've got Paul Rudd as, uh, as Ant Man. Is Ant Man going to be in this? Yes. Oh yeah, he's definitely in it. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't see him in the latest trailer. Oh, no, he's small. And <laughs> Mabaku and Valkyrie are in it, and uh, Thanos believes that the universe became overpopulated, which led to the destruction of his home planet Titan, and is something he vowed not to let happen again. I think that means like overpopulating yeah. the place, possibly. And he says that um, Josh Brolin says you could almost go so far as to say he's the main character of the film, um, and also like the Quasimodo of this time. I think that'd be good. That'd be a good um, move for this movie is making him the main character. To be honest, because mm. I think we already that have so much like backstory for all the other characters. Now we yeah. just we want to see them all together. Yeah, basically. because I don't think unlike this like Civil War. Because I know that's not technically a Avengers movie, but like it's basically. I know, like let's be honest here. Two point like, five. Yeah. 2. 5. Um, with that one, it was more about the plot development of of all the Marvel characters and not yeah. the villain. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, Everybody was the villain though. <laughs> yeah. In this one, I feel like all the characters are in a much better spot. You know. Yeah, they have the differences, but they respect each other. You know, every, everybody's doing better again. And now it's uh, now it's more about the villain easily in this yeah. one. Yeah, I really hope so because we need better villains in the MCU right now. I mean, we've gotten a couple, especially with uh, Killmonger. What a great guy! <laughs> what a great guy! But the thing that Thanos has got for got going for him is is I mean, among all of the obvious things about him, just the fact that he's not like just the bad version of another character. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we get a lot of that. Oh yeah, yeah. And I feel like Thanos is Thanos. I feel like the the threat is real, especially because a lot of the stuff he's looking for, a lot of our characters have, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Interesting little fun fact. In Greek, the word for death is Thanatos. Oh. Yeah, so that's Oof. that's kind of a cool... His, Thanos' name means death. Um, ominous foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah. It's cool because um, I think we kind of got a glimpse of it in, in Avengers 2. Tony, like... They describe uh, Tony as being a character in this who senses the oncoming threat. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we know in Avengers 2, um, he gets. It was basically like he, he sees something when, yeah. when Scarlet Witch like does that thing to mm-hmm. his mind. Um, like usually I would think, oh, she's just messing with him to like throw him off. But he says Thomas later on, yeah, he says <laughs> later, he's like, I wasn't like, I wasn't like thrown off, I was shown something. And. That's basically what he's been doing for a while now. Like he's like, I just need to make to prevent that. Yeah, he's like, I need to make Ultron to to protect humanity. That fails, and then he's saying like, this is why I did these things. And um, I think he's trying to find structure and protection for the world as a whole. And that is basically what he's been like going for for yeah. a while. 
Our biggest question, though, is where is Hawkeye? Where's he? <laughs> oh, he's on a special mission or something. He's Ronin, by the way, in this new movie. Is he actually Ronin? Uh, well, he's got the same freaking armor as he's Ronin. Got the leg armor, okay. Okay, at least you know what I'm thing. talking about. He should be Ronin because Ronin's cool. Haircut? Well, hey. here's the thing though: is his character for this movie is described as being on his own mission, mm-hmm. and Ronin is literally like the meaning of the of the term Ronin is a samurai that has no master. That they're yeah. like they're on their own path. Huh. So like, I'm pretty sure at least at least in some aspect he is Ronin just like in an at, like in a certain way Captain America is Nomad yeah because the concept of those characters is the same yeah, well, even if they're not going to call them that by Cap's name Cap's side is going to have yeah. a lot of crap happening to them cuz we already yeah. know like Cap's side is basically him um, Scarlet Witch I noticed in the trailer that every that um, the people coming off the ship into Wakanda behind Scarlet Witch I mean um Behind Black Widow and Captain America, you have Scarlet Witch and Vision. You have Hulk. You have um, um, uh, you have War Machine. You have War Machine. You have yep. Falcon. I don't know if those are all people on his side, or if that's later in the movie when I they're all coming together. I think that's everyone going to Mulcahy okay, to yeah. regroup. Uh, it looked like they're coming off of a uh, a Quinjet actually when they're yeah. coming down. Um, something that I found interesting that I was reading was that when uh, Anthony Mackie, who plays Sam Wilson, mm-hmm. was doing an interview, he said that. Um, Sam Wilson is basically holding a, a grudge against the other heroes, especially, you know, um, Iron Man, yeah. because of the events that happened. Mm-hmm. And which is interesting, considering he actually gave information to uh, Tony to help Steve. But then again, Tony did kind of beat the crap out of both of them, even though he lost. Ooh, what do you got there? Thanos' first it, vision? version. I was oh. reading the Black Order. Um, um, they're they're actually his kids in this one, which is different from the comics, but in this one, they're his kids. Yeah. So that's actually really cool because for a lot of the Avengers movies, we've had you know crazy large armies for them just to fight, mm-hmm. um, which and then, and then still w- be fighting. Yeah, and yeah. then one and one particular villain. But in this one, they have the huge army that they're supposed to clash with, which I absolutely love. I'm, I'm all for that. Um, but it's not just, like, the one big guy and then the army. Mm-hmm. It's the one big guy and his troop. His, like, four generals. So, yeah, so yeah. we're able to see something more than just, like, them beating up a bunch of guys. They might actually have more substance to the, like, the, the fighting and the clashing mm-hmm. as opposed to just, like, yeah, let's fight all these people and win and then get our butts kicked by Thanos. Yeah. And that's another thing. It's like, I'm really, really glad that they're in, in Wakanda because they need an army for this uh, for this time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as we all know, the Wakandan <sighs> army is so cool. I'm just so excited! I'm like, we I can't, can't get out of Wakanda! And, and, oh! We're gonna have to see it. Like, I know we can't see it opening night, but, oh. I'm sorry, dude. That's okay. really, really sorry. We're hopefully opening weekend. You can yeah, probably just see it without me if you want. I couldn't do it. So um, we can do it to you. So uh, um, as we like finish up here, uh, mm. lightning round, crazy prediction for this movie. This is gonna be the last time we talk about this before it comes. <laughs> you down said that in my, the first the last time. time. You said that in the first crazy prediction that popped in my head was the Browns going six to six to eight wins <laughs> this year. Good. Uh, we can talk about that later, wow. but I think that'll happen. Um, uh, my my crazy prediction for the movie is that. I don't know. I'm hard coming. We already crazy know that somebody's gonna die. So does that count right. as a like, prediction? P- pick, pick a character that you think is gonna die, so we can compare. Well, Cap, I think Captain Iron Vision. Man. I think Iron Man's gonna die. I so you think Cap. Captain Vision? I think you Captain say Vision. Iron Man. Iron Man. Just yeah. Iron Man. No one else. Well, I I know more people than that one. I know that. I'm saying, I, I think know at least Chris Evans' uh, contract is almost over. Yeah. So. Um, I think that I also think that I think Vision, Iron Man, Captain America, um, and uh, what's the um, the Vision's friend there? Scarlet. No, Scarlet Witch. Scarlet no, Witch. no, I love her. No, 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 no. no. It's gonna happen. It's she's gonna happen. It's gonna be. It's gonna be heartbreaking. She's it's Scarlet Witch is. It's Scarlet Witch is Bay, by the way. She's. she's uh, gonna, it's well, gonna tear okay. her. Yeah, well, okay. They're, they're gonna, gonna like die in like the same scene. Okay. Like, it's the reason be. why I think that ain't gonna happen is because she, she has huge story potential. Scarlet Witch does. You kill her off, you lose a really big part of the MCU. Which means you lose a lot of money, Marvel. I think it's called the House of M storyline, where she becomes so powerful, she creates an alternate reality. Well, she's not and like they have to like read. It's almost like a like a Dark Phoenix storyline. Actually, something that was cool. There's one scene where Bucky is like screaming in the jungle, and then he's running forward with his, his gun. Mm-hmm. And then in this trailer, you see the whole Thanos like trying to grab uh, Steve and like kill him. Mm-hmm. Basically, it'd be really cool if that was. The scene where Steve like basically falls and 
it'd be heartbreaking because it'd be his best friend trying to save him and then you just slowly see that Steve dies. <laughs> and I think that'd be a very powerful moment in a Marvel, like any movie, any movie. Like, that'd be insane. But I think that that would be a good way. Like, maybe they could fight off Thanos enough for them to have a moment with their fallen comrade. But, mm-hmm. ugh, gosh, I, I, would be, this movie. I would be heartbroken if, if Scarlet Witch died. And if Vision died, that's like I would, I would be heartbroken if I they died. I think there's gonna be some tears I, I, in the but, theaters. Yeah, I'm just saying I would be heartbroken if they died, but I think it would be dumb if they killed Scarlet Witch. I think Vision. I think, Vision, I understand. He's gonna have the, like, I think the it'd thing be pull out dumb of dumb. I'm just like saying, could happen if they killed. Could her. happen. Mm. Yeah. But unfortunately, what does have to come to an end is this episode. So yeah. oh. oh well. Sad. So strong. tell us what you guys think. Do you like Jessica Jones? Do you not like it? Do you guys watch Final Space? Have you not watched it? If, if not, go go see it. How, what do you think about Avengers? Tell us <laughs> yeah. what you think. And and not liking it's not an option, so don't go there. Just like, you, like what gonna happen? To like it. <laughs> Listen. Yeah. Alright. All right. Watch All right. it. Stay kind, geeks. Bye. Fracture prints your digital photos directly onto glass, making your favorite moments come alive in vivid color. Hand-assembled in the USA, Fracture glass prints are a unique and beautiful way to display and share your favorite moments. Simply upload your photo at FractureMe.com, select your size, and your glass print will be shipped to you, ready to hang with just one screw. Use code POD15 to get 15% off your order today. That's code POD15 at FractureMe.com. The been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. 